Welcome to Food for Thought, a UK hospitality podcast series that looks at food-related topics including food safety, hygiene and legislation that affects food service businesses. In this episode, we look at allergens, specifically around the recent government consultation on prepacked food for direct sale. They sought information on four possible options with an aim to change food allergen information laws. Dr. Lisa Rathley, our food safety expert, is with us today. Thank you for being here. You're very welcome. Now, this sounds like it could have a serious impact for businesses. Lisa, what exactly is the situation here? I think, first of all, what we need to do is just chat about what prepacked foods are and what prepacked foods for direct sale are and the difference between them. And prepacked foods generally are those that you'd find in the supermarket or shop where a full label is required. This lists all the ingredients in food including ingredients within ingredients. So for example, mayonnaise would have a number of different components. And the foods are then listed in descending order by weight and the allergens are highlighted in bold. Okay, so simply pre-packed are the sandwiches we find in retail shops like Boots and M&S. Yes, and in contrast, foods made on site and put on display are called pre-packed foods. With the difference being that the consumer can talk to the person who made the food. These foods don't have to have the full label on them and customers are signposted to ask about allergens if they need this information. And these are the ones that are being looked at in the consultation. But why are they under the microscope? Well, Natasha Laperouse died from eating a pret sandwich which contained sesame seeds baked into the bread. And this highlights the potential confusion for customers buying pre-packed sandwiches. Because even though Natasha knew that she needed to avoid eating sesame seeds, what happened was that because a full label was not required, sesame seeds were not listed as one of the components of the sandwiches, only some of the larger components, for example, olives and so on. So she and her father made a deathly wrong assumption that all the ingredients were on the list on the package, but in fact they were not. Right, okay. The trouble is, the Pret-type sandwich looks just like a typical sandwich that could be purchased from Marks and Spencers or Boots or any other retailer. And those sandwiches are made in factories and so have to have the full labelling. And this is exactly the issue, that customers can get very confused and they would not know the difference between a pre-packed sandwich and a pre-packed sandwich for direct sale. Which is understandable. I mean, why would a customer know the ins and outs of the rules and regulations businesses have to follow and that there are differences? Exactly. And so this exemption has actually been quite dangerous. Indeed. So where are we now? Following Natasha's death, the minister has promised to change the legislation in this area. And so there was a consultation on prepacked foods for direct sale, which listed four possible options. And what are these? The first option is to continue to promote best practice. So, for example, UK hospitality is engaged in creating industry-wide guidance on allergen management. And we have also embedded this into our new food safety management system. Option two is for there to be a legal requirement for all pre-packed foods for direct sale to have an Ask About Allergens sticker on them. And this would mean that the consumer would then be alerted to the fact that these foods are different to the manufactured sandwiches and other foods. Option three is to mandate for the name of the food and for a label to list any of the 14 allergens that are present in the food. The final option is to change the law so that all pre-packed foods for direct sale have to have 
a full label which lists the name of the food and all the ingredients. And of these options, what would be a realistic option for the industry? The most realistic option for our industry and the position that we hold at UK Hospitality is that our members actually want a combination of options one and two. In other words, they want us to continue creating really good guidance for industry and also for there to be a mandatory sticker or label on foods which are pre-packed for direct sale to differentiate them between those types of foods and those foods made in a manufacturing environment. And we feel that this is absolutely the safest option. It's very straightforward to do and all businesses can achieve this regardless of their size or complexity. We also think it would be very easy to implement quickly and it may take a little bit of extra work for some, but many people are already doing this. And we think that businesses can then build on this and make continued improvements in the future and that we can continue to improve best practice through guidance. What do you think the fallout would be should government choose partial or full allergen labelling? We believe that partial or full allergen labelling could be much more unsafe for the customer than the current situation. Both options three and four would have the critical effect of reducing dialogue between the customer and the business and this we feel is extremely unsafe. For both options there is always going to be a risk of mislabeling in a situation where there's a small kitchen and staff press for time. This is not a manufacturing environment. Option three is particularly worrying because the list on the label would actually only include the 14 allergens. So if somebody were allergic to a food that's not on the list of 14, for example a tomato, then this may not be on the label. That could mean that the customer would assume that the ingredient was not there. And so we could be in exactly the same position as we were with the PRET case. In other words, people making wrong assumptions and not actually asking the business about what is actually in the food. What about option four? Option four, in our opinion, is no good at all because it's totally impractical. Kitchens come in all sorts of shapes and sizes. And if you start making exemptions for certain types of business, for example, it's been suggested that that might be on the basis of the size of the business, then again, that would not help. It would just add another layer of confusion because the customer may not know whether they're dealing with a small business or a large business because the business that they're actually in may not be obviously part of a big chain, for example. That would just create the same situation we have now with shops and factory-made food, wouldn't it? And what would this mean for businesses that make prepacked food for direct sale on-site? Because kitchens don't operate in the same way as factories, and because they use so many different ingredients, many of which could belong to the allergenic list, they may well have to put may contain for many, if not all, allergens because they genuinely couldn't be sure about cross-contamination issues. But of course, if they knew that an allergic person needed foods to be free of cross-contamination, then that food could be made specially for them. And that's the important difference. Okay. And one other thing I'm concerned about is that option four could lead consumers to have a full sense of security and not to ask about cross-contamination. And this would lead to less dialogue, again making it much more difficult to keep customers safe. So dialogue is important. 
even consumer groups think that keeping dialogue going is the key to ensuring safety. And are there any more issues with the labelling options? Now the label itself, if it was required, could be very difficult to produce in a kitchen. Again, this is not a factory. Even a simple ham salad sandwich is not as simple as listing bread, ham and butter. There could be compound ingredients in the spreads, the mayonnaise and of course the ingredients in the bread. We believe that this could also have a food waste issue because if foods are not correctly labelled they may have to be disposed of. Or if the on-site printer breaks down then food production would have to stop. Pre-made labels could lead to mistakes of labelling foods incorrectly. And we know that even in a factory situation, recalls are very common. Around 270 recalls are made every year because of poor allergen labelling. That certainly doesn't help the situation at all. No. And if an ingredient has to be substituted, then an allergen could be introduced and not be put onto the label. And these sorts of mistakes, of course, could be absolutely fatal. But if people ask when they're ordering the food, then this could be checked on site. There are lots of issues that businesses would need to contend with here. Yes, and many businesses may decide to buy in pre-packed foods instead of making them anymore. And this would reduce consumer choice and could lead to a lot more food waste. It sounds like legislating these options would impact businesses enormously and would actually have some alarming inadvertent consequences for the consumer. Exactly. Options three and four, in our opinion, could end up with the opposite desired effect because they may create loopholes which consumers still don't understand. They will reduce dialogue and that really is not a good idea. And the law is so slow to adapt in a constantly changing industry, we feel that regular revision of guidance would be much more reactive and could implement new and innovative ideas much quicker, putting into place best practice as new methods become available. So in summary, we think that options one and two are safest for the consumer and best for business. Thank you, Lisa, for taking us through what these options will mean for businesses that sell prepack food for direct sell. These are all points UK Hospitality has made in its response to the consultation, and we will be keeping a close eye on this as government makes its decision. Allergens in general is an ongoing issue that is a priority for the industry, and we know businesses are working hard updating training requirements and systems to ensure customers are safe when eating out. To help members and the industry, UK Hospitality has produced information and guidance, which is available on the website, www.ukhospitality.org.uk. If you do have any questions on this issue, you can contact us on policy at ukhospitality.org.uk. Thank you for listening.